everyone, and welcome back to Recommended, where you find your weekend watch. It has been a couple weeks since we last talked to you. A snowstorm shut us down last week, didn't it, Drew? Oh, yeah. No power. No power for days. No, mi- no microphones. No <laughs> yeah, no we are. Uh, <laughs> what? Our poor microphones. <laughs> Yeah, we were out without power for a good like five days. So yeah. it is what it is. We got it back now. Thankful for all of the help from the linemen and all those working across the southeast to make sure things get back to normal for people. I know not something we deal with much here, so we don't really have the infrastructure to handle it, but we're working on it and it is what it is. Um. Before we dive into our picks for today, Drew, I did want to talk about something that I thought was hilarious this week, and that was the reveal of Spider-Man's new film coming out Christmas Day, Spider-Man mm-hmm. No Way Home. No um, Way Home. That is is that it. the actual title? That is, that's, the, that's the official t- title. The patrol pick title or anything, right? <laughs> no. So... <laughs> It was funny because uh, if you don't know yet, like Tom Holland and Zendaya and another one of the actors pretty much came out and leaked different titles for it as a joke because Tom Holland's known for leaking stuff on accident and spoiling. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they had like Spider-Man phone home, stuff like that. Um, just different home references. I did, they um When they did release the official title, they had like, they had it on a whiteboard with a bunch of different stuff around it and people it was like different proposed titles and one was like spider-man stay at home and someone's like crossed it out and they're like no more <laughs> it was That's funny. so funny yeah and, um, man some people on the internet man they just they're super funny and quippy and good with photoshop i wish i could have that skill yeah, me too. Me too. Real. So, but back to what we are. Wow, that was weird. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, like I had a pop up on my desktop um, that made a sound. We're good though. So back to what we were talking about last week. Yeah, as you know, this or two weeks ago, it's been a Black History Month for us. And as we talk about these two films, that uh, feature predominantly uh, African-American actors. Drew, let's start with the movie I recommended you. I recommended you Coach Carter. Can you tell me a little bit about Coach Carter? Okay, so um, Coach Carter is, uh, first off, it's a coach. His last name is Carter. No, no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Uh, played by Samuel Jackson, a phenomenal actor. Um he um he comes to this uh this inner city school that doesn't look like the greatest school in the world i guess um but uh he comes to coach this basketball team and he he really cares for the kids although he's the start of it he seems like a real just hard nose you know like he but he really does care for the kids. He makes them sign these contracts, and he's like, hey, if you're going to play on my team, you're going to have good grades, you're going to dress right, you're going to act right in class, you're going to 
this he set so many standards for them and these these kids just had never been held to high standards before um or if they have they never had someone push them that way and believe in them like he did um he really he put their feet to the fire when when they were acting up he closed the gym and he's like you ain't gonna play no basketball games to get your grades up you know so i mean he he was really a um a mentor and a great not only not only just like a leader but also in many ways like a father figure in a lot of those kids lives um and it is actually based off a true story right i believe so yes yes yeah so um yeah it's it's just a good inspirational movie um similar to you know the sport inspirational movie similar to something like remember the titans or um radio or invincible or um, something you know along those lines of just like really feel good movies that um, you'll just you know you'll have a good time watching for sure. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, and I think one of the things about this movie that I always really appreciated was uh, you kind of mentioned it. Um, he sets these standards for these young men that they've never had set for them before. And not yeah. and not just like rules they've never had to follow, but like he places expectations upon them of these are the men you can be. You can yeah. you can change from boys to men, not the music group. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I, and I think that's what sets him apart from other coaches because I'm sure the 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 basket the athletes have been given have been given rules similar in the past. Not that he set standards that they've never seen before, but he's the first one to back it up and then to show them, hey, this is what a real man looks like, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's what set set his character apart just from other coaches that would have came in those kids' lives before. You know, yeah. he he was he not only did he talk the talk, but he walked the walk too. I wouldn't say even just coaches, but even family. Like, yeah, de- definitely. And, like, um, I mean, this movie, you know, I mean, these kids, you know, I mean, they deal with a lot of stuff. And a lot of the stuff that, unfortunately, some kids still deal with today. You know, there's instances of drugs and gang activity and teen pregnancy and, you know, just a whole bunch of unfortunate events that, you know, unfortunately, it's part of life and it does happen. But uh, I think the movie navigates it pretty well. And, um, you know, there's, there's, I think what's really good about this movie is, so I, I think it'd be probably come to no surprise to anyone who knows me. I'm not like the biggest sports person in the world. No, he's not. I don't mind mind, like watching a football game or whatever. That's fine. Um, but I mean, I'm just not. If you look at Drew, if you look at who Drew is and just see a picture of him you would see the definition of male athleticism, whether you like <laughs> yeah. it or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Tom Brady has nothing on me. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, it's just, I, I enjoy it. and it's a sports movie. And I think that's, what's really good about a movie like this. It has a little bit of everything in there. It's, it's heartfelt. 
you know, uh, you can watch this with your spouse or girlfriend or whatever, and she would enjoy it too. It's not like it's just a, you know, a lot of sports movies are just catered to guys, but women can watch this as well and get something out of it. I mean, it's, there's some comedic moments in there. Like it's just, it has a little bit of everything. It's not just focused on the sports. And in fact, sometimes the, the whole, like the basketball games is really just the backdrop for the movie anyways. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Very much so. I mean, there's so much character growth and development in this movie. Yeah, um, I, I would say my favorite moment in the movie is like the scene with the school council or whatever, the councilman or uh-huh. directors, whatever. And he pretty much is like, you have all these parents coming up and arguing why their kids should be able to play basketball because he shut down the gym. He's locked it down. They yeah. had like a perfect mm-hmm. record and like they're having to just forfeit games because he won't let them play because they sign contracts they're not meeting the standards of. And so, like, you have all these parents saying, my boy's going to get a scholarship, and you're taking this away from him. And they're, and some of the parents are like, this is all my kid has. This is all my kid's future is, when you're stealing yeah. it from him and stuff. And his argument is pretty much, I'm setting up higher standard. Think your kid's more than just his athletic ability. Like he can do much more than that. Sports are an afterthought. Like he needs the grades to get into college because most of these kids aren't going to go to college and play D1 ball. Like yeah. he recognized that. And the coolest, the reason I love that moment is because very soon after that, they pretty much vote to open the gym. And he pretty much said, if you do that, you won't have to fire him. He'll quit. And so he goes yeah. in there to quit and pick up, he picks up his things. And when he's leaving, he looks in the gym and his mm-hmm. whole team's in there with tutors. And they're like, and you kind of, it's that moment where it's like, they get it. Like they see what he's trying to do and that how much he believes in them more than even their families do and what they can be and what they should be. Yeah. It's a, it's a powerful moment. Um, it's, it's a good film. I would, uh, I, I would definitely recommend it for sure. Like it, and even if you're, you know, it is a, it, it's a sports movie, but there's so much more than just sports in it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. That was one of my favorite scenes too. When he goes in there and he noticed all the kids are studying, um, and just yeah, that's a great, great scene. Yep. So, Drew, what would you rec- uh, give this movie? What rating would you give it? I um, I gave it just a solid seven. Like, it's a good film. I would, I'd watch it again. Um, I've seen it before. I've, I enjoyed watching it. If if I'm, like, flicking through the TV guide on a lazy afternoon, if it comes on, I'll, I'll watch it. You know, I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing or whatever and watch it. So I gave it a good solid seven, seven point zero. That's exactly where I landed as well. A solid seven movie. Um, same reasons, pretty much. Um, IMDb fan score is a seven point three, so we're right there. Mm-hmm. And the Metacritic score is a fifty-seven, which it's the meta, it's the critics. Like yeah. m- most of them, don't like sports movies. Feel good movies like that, they're just whatever. I don't trust the critics on this. Yeah. I got you. So where did you where were you able to watch that by the way? Huh? Where did you find that movie? 
Oh, where did I find it? It was on Prime, wasn't it? Uh, I think it's on Prime. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I legitimately saw it on, like, TNT or something like that. I think it was on recently, so... We were we were flicking channels, and I saw it. And I, like, the first... It had just made it, like, the first ten minutes into the film, and I was like, oh! I said, that's Brett's movie. And we watched it. <laughs> well, there you go. Search on TNT. We saw, on, we saw it on TV, but I've seen the movie before. Like, I'm familiar yeah, with for it. sure. I think TNT but, uh, shows that movie fairly often, so you can find it on there, or they might be streaming it on their website. Who knows? Yeah. It's probably on Prime, if I had to guess. I believe it is. Um, Drew, you recommended me a movie that's a very, very different movie than Coach Carter. Super different. Yes. Yes, it is. Although still somewhat inspirational. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I would say this movie is inspirational. No. This movie is called Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You is about a guy who gets a job at a telemarketing company. And Uh from there, uh, the quick version is he rises up in the ranks and finds Mm -hmm. out what else the company's selling. Uh, The more specific version is he learns how to put on his white man voice, rises up the ranks, goes to where they're actually selling humans to a company that like is pretty much a slave company um Mm -hmm. ends up like working for them making a bunch of money selling that way because they make bank doing it uh goes to that company's like their boss's place ends up finding out that they're about to turn these slaves into like horse people and make them like do the labor because they're stronger can work faster and stuff quite frankly if that description is weird to you you're right on board because this movie is the most absurdist it's an absurdist kind of comedy really it is and i get that but it's there's a level of absurdity where you're just like how the crap did we even get here and it's not like there's not a clear path they're taking but the path has just so many like jumping off points where you're like, what the crap is going on right now? You know, like what, what am I actually watching right now? And I'm not going to lie to you, Drew. What the crap? That's okay. all. What the crap? All right. So, okay. Let, let's, let's, I've, we've had two weeks to like you know since our last episode, so I've really thought about what I wanted to say mm-hmm. about the. Um, so okay, here it goes. First off, let's break it down a little bit into the positive. The um, the cast I would say was phenomenal. Yes, would you agree there. I like I mean, the you cast. Had, you had Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead. I mean, you have uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I've I've never heard of him before this movie. <laughs> Just, I've never heard of him before the movie. But I know, a great but how you uh, how you set that yeah. up? I thought you would go like Terry Crews or Patton Oswalt first. No. I, I, I was walking there too, but I wanted to hit the main characters kind of first. Tessa Thompson, fantastic. Um, Terry Crews as Patton Oswalt, David Cross. Um, Patton Oswalt and David Cross, by the way, played their white voices. They weren't actually in the movie. They were just 
you know, voiceovers. Um, and then uh, Army Hammer is the bad guy. Um, yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was a really great, solid casting. This movie is weird. Like, I'm I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't. It does. It makes a little more sense when you realize it takes place in it's like an alternate universe. This is not our universe that the movie takes place in. Oh, really? Um, yes. I mean, yeah, we know that because we've seen the movie, but our right, we our seven listeners might not know that. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that our wonderful little group is on board. Um, so yeah, so this takes place in an alternate universe. So things aren't exactly like how they are here. Um, they're similar in the sense that, you know, I mean, they're it's at the end of the day, it's just about people trying to make it in life and they want, they want betterment for themselves. Um, but the weird, the weirdness factor comes in is it's, it's basically a satirical play on, I mean, I mean, just big corporations using human labor. I mean, you can insert any sort of you know, Amazon, Walmart, like just Apple, like just a big corporation um, having human labor. That's all. It's just a, a satirization and a metaphor for all that. I mean, would you agree? Sure. Yeah. Um, they do it and they strange but i mean obviously humorous manner i mean come on like some of the stuff was funny even even though like the horse people is weird but like i mean come on when the guy's making <laughs> making his case when the bad guy's making his case i mean i don't even want to say it out loud but like i'll just say when he's making his case to um Cassius, to Cassius green the main character <laughs> He basically implies why why being a horse wouldn't be such a bad thing. We'll say that, and it's just hilarious. Like it was just funny. Um, I mean, him trying to rap in front of all the white people. Come on, that scene was just. I mean that that was hilarious. Um, a good example yeah. of absurdist satire, satirical comedy. Very, very absurdist, um, but it was effective. Like I, I found this money. I found this movie. It, yes, it was weird. Like I'll agree. If 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 you make a point that this movie's weird, I'm behind you 100. percent Was it at at sometimes hilarious? Yes. Like that's how I feel. It was it was a straight up comedy. A little absurdist, a little weird, but still really funny. And once you wrap your mind around it, it's not like the story's difficult to follow. So it's not like nothing like that. Like it's not that kind of weird. So when but, I say um, when I say there are moments where you're like, how the crap did we get here? I'm not saying like yeah. I couldn't follow it. Yeah. It's just more like what is this what even is this movie type questions. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean one of those things and that and I just said that because when when sometimes when people say this movie's weird, the first thing that goes I know the first thing that goes to my mind was how weird do they mean like it's difficult to understand or like is it easy to follow or is it hard to follow um this movie i think for the most part i mean if you're watching it i think you should be able to understand what's going on now maybe how do they get to certain points might be a little absurdist and a little strange but uh 
But I mean, I enjoy the movie a lot. It's funny. Um, I, I do. I do think it uh, has somewhat of a good message in there. You know, I mean, he rose through the ranks and he betrayed his friends, but then he went back for redemption. So I mean, it's it's a classic. You know, almost like the hero's tale. Well, I don't know if it's hero's you know, tale uh, or hero's journey. I wouldn't call it a hero's journey. I don't know. I mean, he wrote. I mean, he rose up. He has this clear rise, and then the fall, and then he kind of comes back up. I mean, maybe it's not a hero's journey per se, but it definitely character development. Sure. Um, I mean, but anyway, it's hard for I me to really say. Yeah, character development. It felt more like my character is. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, but they're offering me a lot of money. And then at one point it finally reaches where it's just a bit too much. And not even like, he had no problem selling slave labor. It was whenever he found out people were going to be turned into horses that he had a problem. And I feel like if they if he had never found that out, he would have just been happy where he was. Yeah, I don't think I he don't would, know. I don't feel like he was returning to his friends because, man, I realized what I was doing was wrong. It's more like, I realized how messed up that dude is. Yeah. I think you're on to something there for sure. I don't know if he would have kept being the power seller. I think that's what they called him. Power, power seller, seller, yeah. So I don't know. I think eventually it would have wore him down, even if he didn't know about the horses thing. Because, I don't know, it seemed like when whenever he crossed the picket line and his friends started getting on to him and his girlfriend, you know, like, joined into that, I think that eventually would have broken him. I feel like I'm not sure, obviously, because the movie went a different path. Um, but you know, I mean, that's just speculation at both of our ends. Yeah. Um, but to to wrap up my final thoughts on the movie, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. I mean, it's it's rated R for a reason, so you know, just be careful with it. Um, Let me but, ask you this: What would you rank it or rate it? I. I'm going to give this a 7.5. Oh my goodness. <laughs> really? Oh my goodness. So, um, oh my goodness. Drew what? would definitely recommend this movie to you. I'm going to be yeah. real. I would not recommend this movie to you. Uh, it's going to get a solid four from me. How? It's just... It's not that I couldn't follow it. It was just far too many moments of like, what am I watching? And there's there's a level of humor to that, those thoughts, that I'm just like, holy crap, what the crap am I watching? You know, kind of like in a funny way. But there was too many of the moments where I was just like, what am I actually watching right now? <laughs> like, what is going on right now? Hmm. Um, and so for me, I'm sticking with a four. I know that's there will be some of our listeners who think I'm crazy for that. I know there is a co-host that thinks I'm a bit crazy for that. Yeah, but, but this is also a question of who do you trust? The guy who... Um, like the lobster or the guy who said don't watch the lobster so i think our fans definitely trust my movie picks hmm. 
I don't know. Put a poll out on Facebook. We'll see. Yeah, because they'll respond. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Steven, I need your help. <laughs> Steven, don't do it. Kayla. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, so um, IMDb gave this movie a 6.9. Nice. And that is four gave it a solid eighty. <laughs> of course, the critics would love it. I'm not surprised at all yeah. that the critics loved it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm sure they did. Let's see. I'd highly recommend it. Oh, um, don't do that. Yeah. So, Drew, uh, I know we had planned to do four movies for uh, Black History Month, but because of how things played out, that's going to have to be our last one. And we move into March. Drew, tell me about what's going to be happening in March. All right. So, in March, we're going to have a, um, oh, snap. I was about to say spouses theme. What was uh, the women's picks? <laughs> the women's picks. That's right. So, um, my wife will be picking movies for Brett to watch. And Brett's girlfriend, Kayla, will be picking movies for me to watch. All this month. Yep, yep, and we have got treats. In other words, these are probably going to be movies they love, not necessarily movies we love. And mm-hmm. realistically, some of the movies may be movies like that we haven't watched ourselves and we're going to have to watch too just to discuss them. Uh, yes. I know one of the ones that my Kayla recommended, I was just like, I haven't seen that one yet. So maybe we'll just sit down and watch it together. Because she's like, I got the DVDs, don't worry. I was like, okay. Okay, then... With that said, Drew, how about you start us off? What am I going to have to be watching this week? Okay, so Kayla picked for you. <clears throat> um, a classic movie. Uh, something that you and I would have grown up watching. Uh, it stars one fantastic actor who is unfortunately not with us anymore, Robin Williams. And this is about a green, bouncy... I knew you were going to say Flubber. That is right. It's Flubber. What the crap? Where did she come up with that? Does she just love Flubber? She gave me the list of her favorite movies. (laughs) That's such a Um, random favorite movie. And I can say that because it's not like... It's going to be a bunch of old Disney movies, isn't it? Uh, I think just about every, every one of these movies you can find on Disney Plus. So, I'm uh, not surprised. Yeah, Kayla loves that. So yeah, so Disney Plus Flubber, fantastic Robin Williams movie. By the way, it is funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a good one. All right, so Flubber on Disney Plus, I can handle that. Um, for you, my Kayla, we both Drew's married to a Kayla, and I'm dating a Kayla, so. How it goes. My Kayla decided that she she was thinking through what she wanted, and I'm pretty sure she just picked a bunch of her favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And so the movie she's going to start you off with that you are going to be so excited to see if you haven't seen it already is Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. I have not seen this movie. I've heard a lot about it when it first came out because it was mm-hmm. like a big sensation. Well, it's based from a book. And so, mm-hmm. 
a lot of people really like the book and we're happy for the movie. She brought it over one day and we watched it together. I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, good. Uh, your Kayla will want to watch it with you. She'll enjoy it a yeah. lot too. We're going to find that. You're going to find what? Crazy Rich Adams. Oh, where can you find it? I thought you said you're going to find something. I was like, where are you finding uh, it? No, um, um, if she has the DVD, I'll let you rent it or watch it, not rent it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what else. I, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, honestly. Let me look real quick yeah, while we yeah. close this out. If it's not, I'll just get the DVD from you. I'm almost positive it's not streaming. Um, you'll, you'll see her tomorrow, right? It's on Hulu, but Hulu, it's like you have to pay for it, even gotcha. if you... Yeah, so, yeah, I'll see her tomorrow, and I'll get it for from or for you from her. All righty, sounds good. So, so, if you haven't seen um, Sorry to Bother You, good, don't watch it. But if you just are really desperate, it was on Netflix. Um, Hulu, I apologize. It was on Hulu. Uh, and if you have not seen Coach Carter, check it out. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. But if so you, you can probably catch it on TV. Like yeah. the movie comes quite a bit. Yeah, for TV sure. Shot. And then if you want to keep up with us and talk with us next week about Flubber and uh, Crazy Rich Asians, you're more than welcome to join us there. You can find Flubber on Disney Plus, Crazy Rich Asians. You're going to have to find that somewhere. You have to pay to rent it on Prime, something like that. Um, I will say this: one of the funny things uh, when Kayla told me about the movie, I accidentally called it "Crazy White Asians." Um, <laughs> why not? So, if I accidentally say that, that's the reason why, because we kind of make jokes about that now. But that's all we got for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy some movies. Enjoy your family. See you next week.